Time for Heads Up Monday, where we get you a preview of some of the major events lined up for the week. Joining us here once again to help us out is Kim Soo-hyun. Good morning. Good cold morning. Yes, very cold indeed. And being cold means that it's winter and the fear of uh, more COVID-19 infections as has been warned. So we're in this uh, so-called third wave of COVID-19. The Korean government is uh, setting up temporary test facilities now in Seoul to quickly identify cases and try to minimize the spread. Could you tell us more? Mm. So the total number of new infections in Korea has reached over 1,000 as of yesterday, with about 800 cases from Seoul and Seoul metropolitan areas. As the capital region now emerges as a hotspot for new coronavirus cases, the government has announced a measure for everyone to get tested for free in an attempt to identify asymptomatic people and curb the COVID-19 transmissions. So starting from today until January 3rd, anyone can test for free at one of the 150 temporary test facilities in Seoul and Seoul metropolitan areas. These test clinics will mainly be in crowded areas where mass infections are likely to occur, such as Seoul Station, Yongsan Station and major university districts. They will run from 9am to 6pm every day, even including weekends. Anonymous testing will also be available with just phone numbers and no other personal details. Basically, if you want to test You can get a test and you don't have to be Mm. public about it. And hopefully that will do some uh, damage control with contact tracing and being able to find the people who are infected so you can get the medical help that you need. Uh, Let's turn to the big event going on in the U.S. then this week. All the states in the U.S. have certified presidential uh, election results last week. So what is next now? It has been 37 days since the U.S. presidential election was held. All 50 states and the D.C. in the U.S. certified the presidential election results last Wednesday. The Electoral College, basically the people who ultimately picked the U.S. president, will now cast their votes on December 14th, U.S. local time. A presidential candidate must get at least Uh, 270 out of the 538 electoral votes to win the election. If the electors vote based on the certified results of their states, they will give President-elect Joe Biden 306 votes, which are more than the 270 needed to elect a president, and 232 votes for President Donald Trump. The electors' votes are cast by paper ballots and get sent to the current Vice President Mike Pence. The House of Representatives and the Senate will convene a meeting on January 6th to count the votes and officially announce the new U.S. president. The U.S. presidential inauguration will be held on January 20th. Right. To to most people, the elections have been over for a while, but to some, some, uh, a minority, uh, they still feel that there is something to fight about here (laughs) and that they can overturn the results. But it does look like it's getting very, very closer to now where there is going to be a finality to all of that. Uh, Let's also uh, talk about this ongoing um, conflict between uh, Chumye, the Justice Minister, and the Prosecutor General, Yoon Seo-gyeol. They have the second disciplinary hearing, which was uh, delayed, pushed back, and then put put aside for a second hearing. And that that hearing is scheduled tomorrow. Tell us more, please. Right. So an unprecedented 
unprecedented disciplinary hearing against the prosecutor general Yoon Seok-yeol happened last Thursday, but ended with no conclusion. So the second hearing will take place tomorrow. The main point of the next disciplinary session is expected to be witness testimonies. Yoon's lawyers, who attended the previous deliberation on behalf of Yoon, asked the committee to call eight people as witnesses and suggested seven people as potential ones. The committee has allowed seven witnesses selected by Yoon Seok-yeol to testify. And one of the most fierce disputes expected is Yoon Seok-yeol's alleged surveillance against judges, with Shim Jae-chul attending as the eighth witness. Uh, Shim Jae-chul is the head of the Internal Inspection Bureau of the Ministry of Justice, and he also happens to be the person who, who reported the surveilled judges' papers to the Inspector General and brought the issue to the table. Meanwhile, uh, Yoon Seok-yeol has not confirmed his attendance at the coming session. And if he does show up, he will have a chance to make a final defense after the witness interrogation. Yeah, so tomorrow will be another very eventful day in this uh, battle over prosecutorial mm-hmm. reform. And certainly we will try to cover it on our program as well. Next story here, Suhyun, the NPS, uh, the National Pension Fund here in Korea, is going to hold the last fund management committee of the year. What should we expect? Mm. The National Pension Service, or the NPS, will hold the last fund management committee of the year on December 16th. The NPS will ask investment enterprises to prepare succession planning in advance and share them with the corporate board of directors. A heated debate is expected ahead as management circles call it excessive interference by the NPS in managerial control. The NPS is reported to own at least 5%, 5% of 282 listed domestic companies and more than 10% of 92 listed companies. The NPS explains the move is merely an extension of the stewardship code that was implemented in July 2018 and the guidelines for shareholder rights, which include the dismissal and appointment of directors passed by the Fund Management Committee at the end of the last year. The management circle say this is not a light issue considering the NPS is usually the second largest shareholder of each enterprise. Right. And so they are becoming a bit more activist in terms of what they feel to be, um, I I think, this drive for reform, where in previous years, perhaps they were a little bit hands off with Mm. how the management of these companies are, but they have so much uh, shareholder rights in these various firms that they can have their say. Okay, we have a final bit of news. And as we know, COVID-19 has really stifled a lot of activity, including uh, the opportunity to travel. And so so you're either really relegated to a couple of options here. You either uh, go overseas and then come back for a 14-day quarantine or Mm. you go to Jeju-do. But some exciting news now for travel lovers. Air Busan is offering an international no-destination flight amid the uh, pandemic. Right. Air Busan, which was the first low-cost carrier in Korea to offer no-destination flights, will now provide international no-destination flights from this Friday, which is the 19th. The flight will take off from Incheon International Airport to Daegu, Busan and Tsushima Island in Japan and return to Incheon. It will fly for about two hours on the 19th and the 25th. Passengers will get to enjoy sightseeing from the sky as well as duty-free shopping. Duty-free shopping will be allowed both online and offline stores at the airport, inside the city and on flights. Passengers are required to carry their passports as if it were for their regular international flights, but they will have to fly with the masks on. Any passenger with a fever will not be allowed to board. Well... 
It's an option. I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think to some people it might be a little bit frivolous because you are basically flying mm. to have the opportunity to shop duty free. So if you calculate that, <laughs> usually go. duty-free shopping to get discounts. And so if you calculate, okay, maybe I can just buy this online and pay a little extra. Mm. If you calculate the cost of the actual going (laughs) to a plane and paying for the plane ticket, it might even out. But I think bottom line, it's for the experience of the shopping and and the idea that you can travel despite what's going on in the Mm. pandemic. So that is what uh, the attraction uh, is there for this uh, type of service. And apparently it's popular enough that uh, they are going to be expanding that as well. All right, Suhyun, We are going to have to uh, leave it there, but uh, we appreciate the reporting as always to get these uh, previews, and we look forward to talking to you again next Monday. See you next Monday. We are going to take a short break. We'll be back in the second hour. Please stay tuned. You are listening to This Morning.